I'm disgraced sports journalist Josh Gallup and welcome to the Kick It Forward podcast, the only sports newsroom with the guts to tell it how it is. Remember, yell Kick It Forward anywhere, tag us and we'll share it. Also review the pod if you get the chances, it really helps us out. Uh, today on the podcast, big AFL, huge Matilda's fever and the return of our prodigal son. Guys, welcome. Oh, it smells Yay. like Giorgio in here. What, pasta? Yeah, lots of pasta. And it smells like vacation. That's what it mm. smells like. But guess what? It's over. It's over. It's I know. bloody over. How is it to be back into the swing of things, Giorgio? Look. Giorgio's. 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 I think you'll find hey. your holidays over, boys. What do you mean? Well, you've just been on holiday without... You guys haven't done the pot, right? Holiday from Georgia. Well, it's been actually a really good holiday from Georgia. No irrelevant questions, no burps into the mic. It's mm-hmm. been fantastic. It's- Sound um, how's your trip, mate? Uh, oh. There was a couple of people messaging for uh, really long, terrible explanations that go nowhere rambling um, from what it was like in Europe. You went to a bit different. How did round. they know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, nah, boys, it's really good. I've uh, been back for a couple of weeks now. Sounds but, good, um, all right. Let's <laughs> <laughs> move on. Well, I noticed when you guys travel last time, um, you guys got your own uh, like travel hacks segment. So, um, oh, okay. I do one too. It's Giorgio's Travel Axe. I've been to Europe like 300 times From Paris to Rome on budget airlines But no matter how expensive I'll pay the airfare To sit in Napoleon's mum's chair (laughs) Giorgio's travel axe yeah, sorry, just to be clear, it's an axe, not hacks. Georgia's right. travel axe. Okay, okay. So okay, just okay. putting a few things about traveling on the chopping block. Like you've got an axe to grind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, uh, yep, first yep. thing on the chopping block, TripAdvisor. I fucking hate TripAdvisor so much. Why are you spending your time on the website then? Well, because it's like the first port of call. For like you get to a city you've never been, you don't have any like tips. And I say, uh, okay, let me just explain to you TripAdvisor Perth. This will put you off TripAdvisor for any place you ever visit. Out of the top... T- Top 15 things to do in Perth. Number one is King's Park. Mm, I don't um, like King's Park. There are other there are four more out of the top 12 things are just various things at King's Park. <laughs> so I kind of feel like this is one thing repeated five times. Uh, number three, the Swan River. Yep. In general. Okay. Just the body of water that is encompassed by the Swan River. I don't think Wait, you can what's put that, that in. I might go. I might go check it. That sounds sick. So you, you know when yeah, you go to the ocean pot. and head inland. <laughs> okay, there's okay, more. Okay, okay, Not, uh, okay my, my favorite. My favorite number eleven. Transperth. <laughs> what the head head of course? Just, just just transport, like public trans Transperth. Well, firstly, Georgia, I just want to pull you up on something. Um, we try to make our pod a global pod. You've made it entirely about Perth to start, mm. and also you've alienated everyone by talking about how much you go to Europe. Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, I wish I could go, go to global. Uh, everyone goes to Europe every I year. I wish right? I could go on TripAdvisor to see what's going on in a town that I've never been to. Hey, can I just quickly say, Georgia, I don't want to make this Harry's travel hacks, but my my travel hack is. Go on TripAdvisor and do none of it. <laughs> no, oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay good. So yeah. what else do you No, have? this is um, inclusive, people, because if people want to visit here, I'm saying don't go on TripAdvisor. Oh, okay, There's okay. not a single mention of a beach on TripAdvisor. We have a beach? <laughs> I know. <but laughs> I actually, if you go wait, to Swan River, wait, wait. head to west, you'll get there. Head and towards the mouth. it's way better the than river. the river. Anyway, uh, other thing on the uh, axe block, I feel like every shower in Europe 
uh, has turned into like an escape room puzzle to figure out how to turn it on and how to like set the heat. I'd like to be the judge. Okay. <laughs> Very confusing Airbnbs. Right. There's like a temperature gauge and like a pressure gauge. Gone are the days when there's just one tap and you get to turn it left I, or I right. I just really want to give you shit, but I also agree that sometimes there's a nozzle for the handheld oh. head and also the top head, but you figure it out in about a second. Some waiters in Europe just go... Um, how much do you want to tip? <laughs> oh, that would get me. I don't think you meant to tip in Europe in a lot of places. No, they're fine. So I'm, I'm always like, I always have to, I was like, oh, round up, I guess. 39 euros, 70. Here's 30 cents. Um, But boys, before I forget, I've got some souvenirs. Oh, cool. Whoa, yeah, 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 whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay. Also doubles up. <laughs> That's cool. I really rate this. Oh, no. So you can't see. Oh, my God. They're One like second. crocheted little um, Giorgio. friendship bands that say kick it forward and block letters. It's our first accessory merch. Well, now I feel really bad because like we got you absolutely nothing in Philadelphia and we're coded head to toe currently in Give Philadelphia Eagles. Give <laughs> These are great. It won't fit on my uh, wrist, but it might fit on my... I told the Albanian woman to make him extra large. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, thank you very much. That's really this cool. Is very great. thoughtful. Very Gee, appreciative. You, you bought the budget. All these presents. Paid. Albania, very expensive. The these. Hell? I had a couple uh, travel hacks as well, just from memory from last week. You know when you get your, you put your bags in and they give you and you get your ticket from an airline. They give you the small little piece of paper that's like, oh, this is your bag tag. I'm like, shouldn't my name be somewhat associated? with that bag if you've put it all at the same time. What happens if you lose your bag or you lose that ticket? Are they like, oh shit, <laughs> you have that tiny little flimsy piece of paper that we gave you like uh, 26 <laughs> hours ago, right? And it's like, well, no, I lost it immediately. It's like, oh fuck, we, we can't, we have no clue where your bag is. What, what if you can like see your bag? It's like, no, no, it's just there. They're like, mm, well, you, Prove don't have it. The, you don't have the tag. That could be anyone's bag. Would you prefer like a matching relic or artifact that's like you attach to the suitcase and that you also hold on to and you're like, Hang on. Oh, you've got the giant um, Jesus cross. Oh, you got the Jesus? Oh, okay. We'll, we'll look out for that oh, you've one. got the wooden duck? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that, was, that was the green cool. bag from Perth. Cool. Yeah, be good. Oh, Giorgio, I tell you what, mate. It's wonderful to have you back. We've had some brilliant guests filling in. Thanks to everyone who did fill in. We hope everyone enjoyed them. Um, I've got no doubt you did. But, guys, I um, had a, you know, I didn't go to Europe. I didn't go to Europe. Oh, I'm I so sad. I, didn't go to, I couldn't go to Europe. But what I did do was get my fix in another way. Just playing a bit of a uh, spot of golf on the weekend. Okay. Okay. So after. <laughs> I don't know why it's emotional. But it's, well, this is about to get pretty psycho. After golf, I was having a spot of lunch. Okay. And it's I saw really a, a lot uh, of spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I saw a um, spot of a family. <laughs> no, nah, I saw. There was a dad in this family, and he was just doing his dad things, you know, being a dad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with his kids. Might have been celebrating a birthday. I don't know. I didn't ask. And you've decided, I'm going to have kids now. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe. You guys won't believe what shirt this guy was wearing. <laughs> uh, two in the pink, one in the stink. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close. Enough is enough! I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane! <laughs> he was wearing his snakes in a flying shirt. <laughs> I couldn't bloody believe it. Was it just the I cover, the like the cover of something uh, on my T-shirt? It was a bit of artwork. There was a bit of artwork going on. I don't know if it was the cover or not. But what a what a fantastic shirt! And I'm going to buy one. You guys want one? Did it have the quote Tra on it? Uh, probably. I didn't get a really close look, but I was actually having looking to like. It's so funny. Samuel Jackson was in that movie, uh -huh. and, I, and I was like, wait, why? Why was he in that movie? And he, I mean, there's a quote here. 
Well, yeah, I knew I was going to do the movie when I saw the title. I've always watched movies like that and they're funny and more exciting in some ways than doing regular dramas or straight-ahead action pictures. Well, yeah, part of the thing was they were going to change the name and he refused mm. unless they kept it as Snakes on Plane. Yeah, what it was going to be called Pacific 121. And he's yeah. like, no, well, hang on, that's, that movie's not about that. The that's movie's about Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. When he's like, I want to, I love movies like that, does he mean other movies where there are snakes on planes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I don't know what he's referring yeah. to. I just think he means name and the title, to be honest. So, like, uh, like other classics, like Man Gets Shot in Head or, like... <laughs> Man makes a bomb, but then regrets it. That was that Barbie. That was Barbie. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you did a Perth update last week, which we found quite funny on Venice Beach in our very special studio. You did a lot of your updates. I, I thought, well, it would be weird not to continue the run and do an update from here. Yep. Sitting right next to you, update. Hey guys, I'm next to you probably right now. Um, Giorgio's five foot seven. The reason I'm here is because I'm from the past and I can tell you in the future there is a bomb gonna go off in the oh, home room. I, I don't remember. set it up. I drug Josh. I don't remember. I don't remember recording that. Wait, the, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> should we move? We can, should I be concerned? Right you hear that ticking? A, this, uh, oh, hang on. Uh, hang on. You know, it's probably nothing. But cut the red wire. Cut the red wire. Okay. I'll just <laughs> okay. Oh, this one. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. Oh, it just no. says do not cut. Well, I'll cut it anyway. <laughs> All right, snip. It's better than most of mine, to be honest. It was great to be back in Perth, though, guys. Like, you know, the jet lag, it took a bit to get over. I'm not going to lie, but I'm mm. back now and I've been living my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Swore I'd have no beers. Had one on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I tried to trick jet lag by just going straight out on Friday and then that didn't work. So I went straight on Saturday. It's called uh, being an absolute legend. Yeah. A lot of reports are seeing you out and about this weekend. Yeah, we'll get to those later in the mailbag. <laughs> How cool is this um, merch I've got? I'm covered head to toe in Eagles merch. We thought we'd do it because Georgia doesn't have any. And mm. uh, mine has a giant American flag on the mm. wing. And I kind of like it. It looks like I'm like a veteran, which you, is the, actually the last thing you want to wear in the US because it's called Stolen Valor. And it's one of the most like <laughs> yeah. shamed upon things ever. <laughs> and there's an entire segment of the internet of like shaming people that try and steal Climate. the benefits from being mm. um, an, a veteran of the armed forces. Yeah. So that's not what I'm doing. Collar lining's missing on that shirt, it seems though. What do you mean? Oh, it's oh, invisible. Yeah, I, don't know. I can't oh, see. Oh, sorry, it. no, no, it's camouflage. Oh, oh, okay, okay, guys. Massive podcast this week. Obviously, Matilda's fever. Oh. AFL is going bazonkers. <laughs> don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> that is a good word. Yeah. Um, yeah. Should we get into it? It's been great to have you back, G. So far. Just don't poos for the first time in a day. Matildas have won again. And welcome back, Daniel Ritardo. They came bounding over. The headlines. Another one. Guys, absolute Matilda's fever. (laughs) Despite Carrie Wilson going on the ABC and saying, like, it's not really cutting through. I think it's cutting through. Look, I've got to be brutal, I don't. I mean, certainly when the Matildas win and the games themselves have been unbelievable, don't get me wrong, but... I don't feel I know the Matildas any better now, Emily, than I did a few weeks ago. Mm. <laughs> Biggest audience since Kathy Freeman oh, in Australia. Yeah. Sorry, Freeman. Well, I've Sorry. got here Leighton Hewitt's 2005 Australian Open loss. Oh, what happened with that? Got more views. Oh, how many views did that get? 5.8 million. They, uh, Georgia, this, no, no, this no, had no, 7.5 no. million. Estimated, but no. the, uh, actual like official TV views. No, no, no. Then strike that from they, the record. No, That's, no. We don't do less. They took views off because he lost. Hmm. 
That's how it works. What, like a penalty? Yeah. yeah. They go, nah, take two million <laughs> off that. <laughs> do, you, do you know what else sits in like the top five um, most viewed things in 10 years? Is the 2013 uh, My Kitchen Rules final. When you look back at the TV ratings, Funniest Home Videos would rank like top three or like top 10, they'd have three in the top 10 for best shows of the year every single year. And it's just literally TikTok um, bloopers. And it makes sense. It was early it's, TikTok. It's like, but that's like pre-bounce days. Yeah, it's I know. Like, what the hell? I know. <laughs> what? Do you reckon the creator of Funniest Home Videos sits on a couch like miserable watching TikTok and he's like- I think he made a bit I of money. Uh, uh, it's a, he's in a mansion or she's in a mansion, okay? That's a big, big, big palace. He's in a mansion like Stephen Hawking, but his um, pad that he-, he he's on is just laugh tracks <laughs> so his like wife's like oh darling i've made dinner and she, he's placed banana peels everywhere and they slip <laughs> and <he's> like, <laughs> so the matildas 7.5 million kathy freeman and the america's cup win for australia in 1983 were the three major events that people keep flagging saying these were the uniting forces that were comparative um, we're, we're, that we compare to. Everyone remembers where they were kind of when they remember Cathy Freeman. It was before our time, the America's Cup, but the entire Australia stopped to watch yeah. Australia shove it up the US. Oh, yeah. It's been pretty cool to see. I don't know, at the pub on the weekend, everyone's getting around it. It seems like everyone watched it. There's a couple of people that are like, Ooh, I don't like it, but um, I don't know. What have you guys some, some people just like, oh no, I didn't quite catch it. How? How did you not know it was on? <laughs> How how'd you know? And I understand if you don't want to watch it, that's fine. But then you, when you're hearing people go, oh, I'm not sure. Wait, what, what are the Matildas? Who are the Matildas? Sorry. No, they seem what, to be, the, yeah. I was busy what? reading. Yeah. <laughs> Ever heard of it? Yeah. So, so it's pretty cool by that. Uh, well, we've also, we've got an extra supporter as well. Who? French President Macron. He has to support us now. Why? Well, because he lost that bet. Because of the wussy bet. The wussy bet. Uh, yeah. He lost. Cool. That was a cool bet. It's like, oh, bro, what if if I lose, you support us? If I win, you, and then they're like, no, we can't do that, bro. And they did anyway. One guy that was watching, but the wrong show was Barnaby Joyce, mm. the Nationals, <laughs> former Nationals leader. He re re revealed mm. this morning that he actually was watching the replay on Channel 10 because Channel 10 smartly played the replay of the French France-Australia friendly that happened about a month or two weeks ago or something like that. I thought um, it was like seven years ago. No, no, <laughs> it played recently. It okay. was like a really good game and it was like in the build-up to the start of the World Cup, mm. Australia beat them and it was sort of pointed to as, wow, this could be a really big World Cup run. And Barnaby Joyce... Watch that. He got duped uh, by a bunch of a bunch of boomers in this pub and they're all cheering because they <laughs> kick a goal. I mean, so, so he thought it was 1-0 and this is him explaining it on uh, like Sunrise this it morning. It felt like nothing we've seen in men's or no, women's soccer. There was no penalty shootout in the one you watched? I had, no. They just won 1-0. I think it was a previous game. I think it was good. Okay. Well, you know what? Same, same results, same excitement. So Not um, the same excitement Because it wasn't a penalty shootout 7-6 okay. he's, he's been like Oh 1-0 Alright I might go home yeah, early Correct Was he like oh, there's, <laughs> there's not a lot of crowd there Oh there was a big crowd there to oh, At the friendly Oh, yeah, oh sorry There was 50,000 at the friendly <laughs> Was he so. not like oh, That's weird There's like 3,000 people there <laughs> He went Instagram live during it And was like Look at this crowd Checking out We're just supporting Australia over France So Barnaby Joyce Another one of these Stupid politicians Completely slamming And shutting down The idea of a public holiday If Matilda's win the World Cup. Mm. Why not entertain the idea? It's good for your public image. It's as if these politicians think that they're the ones making the final decision on the public holiday. Mm. You're not. He says he's worried about small businesses. Well, he probably is, but I, I think they're also worried about, they think that there's a lot of people not involved in it that think it's a stupid idea, like the conservative 
right and lots of boomers and stuff like that. Like Peter Dutton. It's quite stupid. It's impulsive. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It is. Why don't Why don't we get a public holiday at the local footy team down the road, Finn, as well? Oh, they're shit. Correct. And they, they, they are shit. Well. They oh, oh they lost. Okay, lost. Well, we won't get one. It was then. on the cards. Yeah, though. okay. I do find it funny though. Uh, Anthony Albanese. You know, he's throwing his hat in the ring because it's it's a pretty free hit. There's a, the chances of Australia winning. You know, mm. you know, it's ten percent or something like that. So he's been seen as supporting a public holiday by the public. It's a really good like. PR hit but Peter Dutton he already looks like Voldemort he already is the most evil looking fucker ever and he's come in to replace ScoMo and he's like publicly hated and they even chucked glasses on him to be like whoa he's a nerd he can't be evil but then he comes down and goes I will not support the Matildas until I see where they go it's like his PR guy was probably just like man Peter just don't be a dick for one second don't be an evil noseless cunt just for one day alright <laughs> Avada Kedavra well, to this well, problem, hey, to this hey, idea. The, congrats to the PR guy for putting glasses on Peter Dutton. That <laughs> saved, saved him a lot, I reckon. He's been looking really sharp. Uh, so good luck to the Matildas. But the funniest bit is trying to book a pub right now. We're trying to book a table. We, we couldn't get one on Wednesday, but we're trying to preempt it for Sunday when the potential grand final is for the World Cup. Bad juju, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. All right, then. In. The good thing I did. Such it. bad juju. Uh, there was a report about an eye-watering sum that was offered to the little girl that received Sam Kerr's jersey after the game. At what point does it become eye-watering? Well, trust me, five grand is not eye-watering <laughs> for that amazing jersey, <laughs> which is... It's <laughs> eye-blinking at best. Uh, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Five, what a stinch. $5,000, I mean... Kind of aligned with low um, pay in women's sports, I guess. But the <laughs> well, no, it kind of is sad. The sad fact is, yeah, but the jersey but doesn't the, get as many views. Oh, oh That's yeah. Why. What okay. a sting! was yeah, like, what about five grand? It's like, yeah, you know, this is worth probably. I don't know. Let, let's say conservatively, if they end up winning it, and you have a, a game worn jersey by Sam Kerr, yeah, I don't know. You could probably, if yeah. someone's willing to pay fifty grand, billion or something dollars. Like that, I mean, what's, fifty grand. What's your price? <laughs> what are you guys taking? For a jersey, Sam Kerr. Well, what about well, what happened with um the Buddy Franklin thousandth goal kicked? That guy reportedly, from what we heard from people, was paid fifty thousand dollars. I mean, the ball. Who got the, the ball? ball yeah, paid fifty thousand by the Sydney Swans on top of four SEC memberships and. Sydney Swans memberships. Would you put that in the same ballpark as like a Sam Kerr? I was. I mean, it's hard to compare because that was mm. he got that kind of. Uh, he caught it and then that one was given to the little girl by Sam Kerr. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I mean, meant worth more than anything. Yeah, okay, oh, okay, well. okay. I reckon you, they were both worth $2 billion. Are, are you guys hanging on to any merch that you reckon is going to be worth more in like 30 years' time? Well, I only have the example of my mum selling the Kobe jersey when... Um, oh, I don't remind when, me. When, when, when we were hell young. Well, no, she held on to a uh, Kobe Bryant jersey for ages and ages, for like 20 years. I thought we already told this story so many times. Can Kobe just sign another one? No, Harry, it's just a bit of an update. <laughs> he's, he's, he he passed. Huh? He passed, yeah. So it's actually worth more. And then um, she got her kitchen redone oh and God. gave the builder sorry. the jersey because of I've offended a lot of people. When I was 12, I bought a um, limited edition 2006 World Cup Coca-Cola bottle. It's still unopened. And at the time, I was convinced it would be worth heaps in 10 years. It might be worth and at least two And then it hit 2016. It's not, yeah. I've actually got a pretty rare piece of merch on me. Not what? merch, actually. I've got a Princess Diana Beanie Baby. Signed. Aren't they super rare and expensive? Yeah, my sister had a look at the... Um, uh, you know what qualifies it to be to make it rare, and apparently we've got the wrong pellets inside. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's only worth seventeen dollars. Oh, it's a shame. <laughs> what was the what were the good ones worth? 
Uh, I'd like 12 grand. Um, I might sell mm. if you guys are interested. Can you- Is that the one you used to like when you were figuring yourself out in your huh? formative years used to come in? <laughs> and it seems to me you live your life like a candle in the wind. It's definitely uh, worth more now. <laughs> Oh, oh my! Um, did you guys see God. all the uh, football fans celebrating around various AFL stadiums? Oh yeah, I found it funny. The AFL like, hey guys, you know what? We're gonna put it on the big screen. We're gonna allow us to put it in the big screen. If we're still gonna charge you to come in, but it's gonna be on the big we're screen. We're the good guys. Well, I was thinking, um, I saw some footage of like Optus Stadium, you know, erupting before the derby, and fans all over the stadium celebrating, and it had me thinking like. Were the Frio fans and Eagles fans, did they put their differences aside for a moment and celebrate so. mm. together? Well, funny you ask, Josh, which you did. I've got some leaked audio from up the stadium. Yeah! <laughs> oh, my God. How good was that? Oh, yes. Go, Matildas. Wait a second. You're a Dockers fan. I'm an Eagles fan. We can't be seen celebrating together. We're supposed to hate each other. What if for just one moment it, it didn't matter? Can we just put our differences aside and, and unite over the mighty Matildas? Because because this is bigger than a derby rivalry. Nah, fuck you, dog. We're going to the team by 100 points today. Can we still kiss? Oh, jeez. Man, th- those guys sounded so short. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon they sounded... Minimum 5.9. There's more on that, but I'm not sure. Like, This is getting confusing now. Do we talk about that bit in the AFL section or the Matilda section? We'll I'm just so AFL confused. A yeah. couple, couple of final things. Um, Daniel Sturridge, our favourite Perth Glory player, also kicked 50 goals with Liverpool and then came here for a bucket and never did anything or left his hotel. Um, now he's on the Sky Sunday uh, broadcast along with Roy Keane. It's who Ted Lasso's Roy Kent is based on. Exactly. Mm. And they brought in Sturridge, who's a really good broadcaster and has a lot of knowledge on football, and he's been doing it all by himself pretty much on his own socials. But he also has a bit of flair. It's seven o'clock on the dot. I'm in my drop top, cruising the street. You know the vibe. You know how we do. Did you like that, Roy? Very nice. Yeah? Very nice. Love, love. I love, love it. Love, love, love. Crusty old man love, with like young singing bloke. That's so sick. Love, I'm going to actually tune love, into that now. Now I'm in. He even did an impersonation of him, um, but I couldn't find it. I feel like it was stricken from the records. Are we not allowed, are British not allowed to do like Irish accents or what something? What do you mean? Are, can, are they, is it? I couldn't find it anywhere. It's like it's been removed by Sky or something because people might get offended or something like that. If there someone is can find a, it, please let me know. Yeah, Conspiracy. If they remove Irish accents from everything, I'm done. Mm. I'm just done but with it all. <laughs> That wouldn't be very top of the morning of them. Mm, Oi, Tink, we should move <laughs> on. Oh, God, we'd, we'd say I've been trying the house down. Kick it forward! He's coming off. Get him back off. Get him off. Hey, Phil, big weekend in footy. Um, good to actually watch a little bit again. <sighs> yeah, Georgia, when you were in Europe on holiday, I assume you fell into the trance of not knowing what day it was. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice feeling. Did this make it difficult for you to select which team was going to win each game before each round? Uh, I... Did that in advance. I also have a reminder on my phone. Okay, I can't even hold it anymore. It was a bloody tears of stairs. Nine. It's tipping me to death. How did Carlton win? Fucking die, nightmare. Fatality. It's nightmare on the bloody weekend, guys. What's going on? What's going on? Seriously. My flaggers. 
Like, where have they come from? I mean, they've been playing well for ages. Your flaggers? Yeah, my flaggers. Right, right. Oh, sorry. The, the blue baggers, flaggers. Yeah, yeah blue yeah, baggers, yeah, flaggers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, big win for them. But like, what do they want Aiden and Roy since we did a video with um, Paddy Cripps? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say inspired him, but... I'm going to go out on a limb here and say... We inspired him to win eight games in a row and I, lead his team. There was obviously a curse on the baggers before that, and it was lifted by us. We are witch doctors. <laughs> I mean, we did discuss curses the other week, so yes. we're big on curses. But yeah, no, thank you for um, we we did a yeah, we put on Irish accents and figured it out. It was great. Uh, how about the derby? The pregame completely interrupted and basically scrapped because of the Matildas. It's probably better. It was oh, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, see you later. I overheard a man at a cafe today say that um, they had the Matildas <laughs> on, then they switched the footage to like the dockers in the tunnel, the entire stadium booed until yeah. they put it back on the Matildas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, so they didn't even let Freo have their graphics. In which case, I agree with booing. Also, Justin Longmuir was watching the Matildas rather than Freo warm-up. Oh, really? Mm. Well, that probably inspired him. It's so much deeper than just like kicking a ball around, isn't there it? There were a lot of our media teams racing to put photos of their teams watching the Matildas out, which I, you know, good on them. They also trained with, uh, they also trained at Sydney, the Sydney Swans training centre or facility today. And the number one rule for like football Australia or whatever is to not have footballers with, with AFL Sharon's in their hands. It's like something that came out the last time, like Manchester United's um, Rashford had a football in his hand and everyone lost their shit. It's like, right. why? Because there's actually a really weird history of soccer and football and footy in Australia where real effort from Aussie rules to try and kill the European football in this country. So, I, I didn't know about it till I, I asked someone about it and then they, they replied, no, no, there's, there was natural effort. So there's real real animosity between the two codes from that, whereas like basketball and, and footy don't really have it. They're mates. They're kind of mates. That's why they're okay having like Kevin Durant with a Sharon when he's in town, but they don't really like uh, Rashford having it. But anyway, Sam Kerr and the whole team were at the Sydney Swans and they had footies in the hand. Controversy, guys. I, I know, I'm <laughs> why why, why cancel, cancel that? Never again. Never again. Uh, we don't want that. We don't want this sport in this country. And we're talking about we want AFL to go home now. Yeah. So Matildas and and the Swans are both cancelled. <laughs> Other ones. Dimmer uh, has con- all but confirmed going to the Gold Coast Suns. Wow. You pretty stoked, Dimmer. Wonder if you'll pick Dimmer. a surfboard up and go. Oh, God, now I'm in the green room. No, super chill. Yeah, I'm chill super guys. chill, Dimmer. Surfing. No, guys, do what you want. Out the back. Out the back. Yeah, he should turn that team around. I reckon. They bloody need it. Surfing. Oh, they do. They bloody need. Well, that's controversial. It's hot take. They need all the help they can get. <laughs> what happens if he doesn't? What if, it, like, he goes up there and he's too busy surfing and smoking spliffs? It's part of his contract. He's allowed to. Um, uh, also, I read it. I read it. <laughs> he ran it by. Yeah. yeah. I watched the roaming Brian segment this week. Uh, there wasn't much in it, but I was browsing the like seven plus page, and you know when you watch a program and it says like more like this or like if you liked this. And it recommends a bunch of TV. What's similar shows. to Roaming Brian? Uh, number one, Claremont Murders. <laughs> Claremont Murders. He's from um, WA, so. So then I clicked on Claremont Murders, and then it said more like this: Farmer wants a wife, and then the front bar, and below deck. I think um, the seven online catch up is actually the worst of all the uh, Australian networks. <laughs> Yeah, it's like really their clunky. Website. And it's just shit house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, everyone complains about like streaming on it, don't they? Below Deck's pretty cool. It's the one reality TV I watch. Really similar to. Always reminds me of Claremont Murders, though. Always. Yeah. Claremont <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. Of course, it always of links me back. If you liked Claremont Murders, get a load of Roaming Brian. 
The hundred point losses <laughs> with the Eagles guys have gone. Uh, you know, they're a bit boring now. Like, I actually don't even like. I don't even want to bring it up. But the one thing that came out of it was the last time we um we spoke about it. I, I called up because I always find it funny when fans complain about the umps when they've been significantly beaten, as if they can make a change. And when there was a time, I think they lost by 140 points or something, and I complained of the umps to <laughs> Duano. We've had a fan call up Talkback Radio and continue the trend himself. I think Simo, he's shown he's, he's good. a bloody he's good hiding, coach. He's, he's hiding his punch. And line. just last night in the 100-point loss to the Dockers, I think the umpires, <laughs> I reckon they cost the Eagles there as well. How many points out of the 100? 28. <laughs> 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 you know what I reckon cost the Eagles big time was the boundary umpires. They were just terrible. They were terrible, oh, weren't they? Yeah, oh, boundary umpires are pretty contentious this week, and there was a lot of people like saying <laughs> there was a pretty bad one. Jeremy Cameron just ha- got hand passed while outside the boundary, so it was just out of bounds, running in and then kicking the goal. They seem so confident doing it though. <laughs> they, they they didn't call anything. It's so I reckon they because they seem so confident in doing it. The umpires are like, oh shit, maybe they know a rule. No, apparently he was texting. He was, yeah. he was te- they looked over and he was on Tinder. We need was more. He, we was, need more of that. He was texting one of the, the other goal umpire. Oi, you, you bored or what? Oh, you're nothing. Good enough here of the week. Uh, most of these are fan submitted, so thank you very much for everyone that's contributing every week because they're really. I've got. I feel like I've got. Nuffy spies everywhere. They're all. They're oh, all. Yeah. They're seeing everything. I don't. Okay, but uh, one I want to start, and I think this is everyone can help with. I find nothing funnier when someone has a really heinous or ridiculous username, and that username says something serious. <laughs> <laughs> so it's yep, re- yep, it's the yep. time of year for retirements. You know, there's some major retirements. Paddy McCartan stepped down after you know coming back from concussion seri- serious concussion. Luke Shuey stepped down. He's he's going to retire at the end mm-hmm, of the year. Mm-hmm. Nick Natanui was the big one today. Nick Natanui, uh, the ruckman from the West Coast Eagles, decided to, to step away. You know, he came back from two ACL reconstructions. An amazing story to then win an All Australian. Well, um, Bo messaged in because he, he he found a really poignant message from one very concerned fan. Thank you. Nick, uh, for all the great memories. Yeah, obviously an Eagles fan. That was from at Finger Blast Fury. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Well, Uh, Finger Blast Fury, I see him saying it's terrible. You know, uh, just, hey, to each their own, you know, everyone no. is, has a right to yeah. you know, celebrate but one of their favourite players' careers. Finger Blast Fury could not be more qualified to, <laughs> to comment on the career. Oh, jeez. So, so if you see any in particular, please let me know. Adam via email, emailed in as well. Um, g'day, uh, <laughs> Healthy Harold, Mario and Josh Judy. Not a fan of you blokes and hate the pod. I was Cheers. at the Sydney Swans. Uh, son's game on a pearler of a Saturday Arvo and there was a kid next to me yelling, man up at the Swans players. My first thought was, Jesus Christ, what a fucking nuffy. And it was genuinely disappointing to hear as a Swans fan. I understand that very much. Yeah. Unfortunately, this nuffy was my eight-year-old cousin. Just confused. How do I reconcile <laughs> this considerable conflict of interest? Just to reiterate, hate the fucking pod. Chlorinated regards, Adam. Uh, thank uh, you for the regards. Thank you for chlorinating us. Mm, so I love a man up call from like the peanut gallery at a stadium. Man up! 
player going, oh, fuck, where's my, where's my guy? You're right. I, I'm, I am prone to that one. That's one of the ones I am prone to. It could be one of those cousins you don't really talk to at Christmas. That's it. Well, cousin, I feel like it's distance enough. If it was your nephew, you could have a good relationship with your brother or your sister. And yeah. Then, you know, you're, you're obligated to see them a bit. But yeah. cousin, I don't know. Personally, I'm Dump very them. close with all my cousins. Mm. But, um, yeah. You used to kiss them, hey? Who <laughs> <laughs> you saying you were close? All the fucking what? time. Eight-year-old cousin. <laughs> Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Also Giorgio's on, um, back. So that's what your feedback is. He should kiss him. Well, I think that's Jeez. too far. From our own post, the video that we did on the uh, men watching Matildas. Uh, Boomers ignoring Sam Carey's paid more than double Buddy's wages and sponsors. Yeah, I'm not sure I see the issue here. It's like probably the best female footballer in the world. International. Yeah, probably you should get paid and like. Hey guys, on the Matildas, Dan Andrews tweeted after the latest win. Big game needs a bigger stadium. Amy Park, Wednesday night, be there. Um, Amy Park holds 30,000 and the core stadium is 86,000 where the actual <laughs> game is going to be played. So Okay, well. Yeah, maths. He uh, said au revoir, let lose or something. when they And then there was all these, because the Murdoch papers hate him and all these articles saying, Dan Andrews slammed for his, <laughs> his fiery Matilda tweet. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I thought it was pretty basic. And people are like, fuck you, Dan, you fuck, fuck, fuck shit. You know, this guy, a mate of mine returned from the States and uh, or a big trip overseas, uh, including Europe, and he was here for the Matilda's game, giving us stories. And he had this uh, story about an altercation outside the Louvre oh, and yeah. um, how he didn't get let into the Louvre. Anyway, I won't go down that path. But after the Matilda's one, everyone here at my place is just going... Fuck the Louvre. <laughs> Fuck the Louvre. Fuck the Louvre. Man, screw them. Uh, we had one, one from Thomas Bryant. This is from a Port Adelaide Football Club supporters page. So, you know. Not s- to be confused with um, LA Laker Thomas Bryant. Yeah, yeah. Or, oh, I did. Shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks, Georgia. Yep, thanks, yep, Georgia. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, this can't be normal, question mark. I am thinking maybe Crow supporter has hired some type of witch doctor to curse our club. <laughs> The signs were there with the double head knock in the showdown. Then a third of the team were suddenly unavailable against Geelong. Then Mackenzie's knee and now Charlie Dixon has fractured his foot and half the team are out strangely absent from training or illness. Surely this much bad luck can't be a coincidence. Port have gone from a club with 13 wins in a row to incredible four straight losses, which I am sure is an AFL record turnaround. Now I'm hearing how GWS have some amazing record at Adelaide Oval. Of course they they do. So if anyone has a crow supporting friend that has been chanting unknown words or strangely sacrificing a chicken in weird ceremonial type fashion, let the club know <laughs> as they may need to perform an exorcism. All I hear is nuff, 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 nuff. I'm a big giant nuff. I always find it funny though, whenever, regardless of the code, when people always claim luck with their team, oh, it's bad luck. Like, oh, we've got so many, so many injuries. And then, then often if you look at like the data that, you know, they have within the average range of injuries and it's just that they, you know, uh, have that main character syndrome where they think it's worse that year. All right, Nuffy of the Week goes to... <laughs> the um, first one. Finger Fury. I own seven houses, but it's not fair. Other generations, they don't work bloody hard enough. Immigrants are scary. Boom is up, Oh, fuck, I see what I did that. Oh, I don't know. So I'm, I'm talking about the Australian men's basketball oh, right. team. So when yeah, I talk I'm about old people complaining about young people that don't work hard. Oh, fuck. I sent that one. Oh, I was looking forward to yeah, that. Shit. But this week's episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Harry, another, another round. Every round is amazing. We had rivalry round last weekend. This week, 
just friendly. Yeah, they're all mates now. They're yeah. all hanging out. Uh, a lot of big ones this weekend. Flagman will take on Sydney and home. Excited for that one. Also, Essendon take on GWS. A real test of their might, the Bombers. Will they blow up? That could be an eight-point game, Josh. I'm also looking forward to Sunday between West Coast and Collingwood at the MCG. Uh, Pies head in heavy favourites, but the Eagles, they've been feisty lately. West Coast really looking for game experience at the G in case they make finals. Yeah, potentially, yeah. Especially Reed. Like, yeah. is it too um, crazy to say he's going to play in at least five premierships? Um, yeah, it is crazy. It should be at least ten. Uh, yeah, ten premierships. And maybe for another team. So yeah, they head in heavy underdogs, but it should be a big game regardless. And remember, if you want that and more, head to the Neds app today to check out their massive range of AFL markets. Prices subject to change, T's and C's apply. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. I thought the basketball team just named after people born in the 50s anyway. They really need to update the logo because oh, yeah. right now it's got a kangaroo on it. It's a bloody... Ever since, we, ever since we started outsourcing stings to the Sting Factory, they've been <laughs> fucking up big time. <laughs> All right, guys, the, the FIBA World Cup is on in the yes! end of August. Indo, Philippines, Japan taking it all oh. on. And Australia down to 13 players. Now, it's very wholesome stuff coming out. They're actually playing Venezuela as we speak. I assume they're dominating. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, I'm going to say right now, can you press record on the TikTok cam, everyone? Yeah, uh, one's up. Beep. Australia is going to win the FIBA World Cup, okay? I agree. Mm. No, no, I want you to fight me a bit on it. Oh, no, no, no. You know I like to just say that everyone's going to win. And then <laughs> oh, sorry, I'll sorry. bet you, though, but if wait, they lose... Then wait, wait, sorry. Do you think I was going to fight you on that? Start, say, say it again, say it again. No, 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 we're leaving. Say, right? it, again, no, say right. it again, say it again. Okay, we're Australia are going to win the FIBA World Cup. Bullshit, no, no, Josh. No, 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 Bullshit, no, no. Josh. No, no, trust me. Bu- yeah, hey, why, calm why? calm down. Well, they got 11 of their 13 players... You know, they're on NBA rosters. And those that aren't are very, very good shooters. Chris Golding and Duelt Reith. And the chemistry within these guys, they're going to they're gonna dominate this Team USA. Team USA. Team USA like that. Australia, we've got their number. They're going to win it. Mark it now, right now. I, I, and if it doesn't okay. happen, right, I'll relinquish my Philadelphia Eagles membership. <laughs> you can't oh, get I'll make one. a bet, though. If Australia loses, you have to be a fan of um, Team USA going forward. Oh, damn it. All right. Uh, I got you. Fingers crossed. Um... <laughs> So Delhi, Matt Delavadova has dropped the former NBA champion. He was dropping. Oh, actually, he's only thirty-two. I thought he was older than that. He feel like he's been around longer. He's yeah. a wise thirty-two. Very wise thirty-two. Yeah. Their current odds are ten to one. Uh, and it's, I, don't, I don't know. They're, this feels like the vibe of the club. They've been up in Cairns training with uh, Paddy Mills. Paddy Mills just seems to organize everything. He's like basically done all the organization. I think they he runs their own merch as well. Then you look at some of the other teams like Team USA. They only beat Spain by 10. And Spain aren't the most strongest team. They're a pretty young team. I think they've got a chance. Slovenia played them. They smashed them, but they didn't have Luca. And then Puerto Rico as well. In Australia, they've got Germany, Finland, and Japan in their pool. And Japan don't have their NBA best NBA player. Well, Germany are actually probably the dark horse. They've, um, they've got that Wagner dude and he's bloody awesome. Yeah, but Franz Wagner has been playing really, really well. They almost beat Canada, who have a shitload of um, NBA players, and they they almost beat them for like they were leading the whole match. So yeah, who is the favorite? Sorry, USA. It's always Team USA. Yeah, always they'll, Team USA. They have a team of all stars. Let's be honest. They've got a team of uh, quasi all stars, like fringe guys. Often a lot of mm, they've got a lot Anthony of good players. All stars. Team Anthony Edwards be really fun to watch. Team I mean, USA will win. <laughs> fuck whatever. <laughs> Boomers will win. <laughs> what are you just getting your sound bites? Yeah, yeah isolating. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Smart, smart. Um, Josh, you done with basketball for a second? Oh, I'm not. I got a couple. Oh, yeah, down. sure. You go first because I want to talk about something after. 
Greg, there was a Hall of Fame induction uh, in the States, and Greg Popovich, 74-year-old coach, coached like Patty Mills and the Spurs uh, to victory multiple times. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, but how funny is his speech he made? What keeps bringing you back? Money. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Money, money, money. <laughs> I buy cars. Clothes, look at me, houses, you know, I'm out there. He sounds like he sounds like the Sandra of I think you should leave season two. He's like, I get paid four million dollars for this movie. That's my rate. That means if I do another movie, I get another four million dollars. Popovich is like, I like cars and money from coaching buys me cars. I thought I thought it was like a higher order or something like that. He, he did have some nice stuff to say. Also, every year in the NBA offseason, these videos always float around of like non three-point shooting centers that put up threes in training. They'll make like three in a row and the videos always go viral. And it's always like is so-and-so the next shooting centre? And then the season comes around and they don't take a single three the whole season. This year is really funny. Rudy Gobert was one of them. Oh, yeah, um, uh, the f- big, Rudy, like, yeah. seven-foot French guy who has... Um, Harry, you want to take a guess how many threes he's made in his entire NBA oh, career? Oh, God. I mean, do I go conservative? Okay. Uh, how long has he been playing for? Oh, do you want a drum roll? Eight years or something, probably. Yeah, can I get just a short drum roll? I'll, I'll give you the shortest one we have. <laughs> How many did Rudy Gobert shoot in his career? Threes. Yeah. After a seven-year career. Okay. Eight. Zero. Oh, what? <laughs> That's an amazing one. And all the comments are like, no, he's not the next big shooting That's the number, one, the number one thing with that is like also Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons always puts up his workout tapes. It's like, man, you haven't really played in like two years. But yeah. yeah, he was training threes. And everyone's like, yo... Ben Watch Simmons. out, Lee. How many did he sh- attempt? I think he's attempted like 14 and he's 0 of 14. Steve, Steve Adams is the other one uh, draining threes uh, in the offseason. Uh, but he has made one three and it's like a one-handed buzzer beater three. So he actually has some credibility. I think if you ask Steve Adams though, he'd be just be like, yeah, I'm not going to. I'm just enjoying it. Why would I shoot threes? I'm just going to dunk it. Guys, speaking of boomers playing basketball, Josh had a little go at the um, Venice Beach courts um, before we left LA. You said you weren't going to bring this up. Uh, no, what? Did I? I'm I think it's great. Hey, uh, yeah, Josh, you're pretty passionate, mate. Get in there for a little bit of pickup, bit of bit of bit of hoop. So there's Venice Beach basketball game going, and I'm there in a uh, full dress shirt and and like not running shoes and white chinos, basically, because mm. we just had a small meeting with the Friday beers guys, and then we uh, I go to Harry. I oh, Harry, I'm just going to play for like six games now, and we start <laughs> playing. And they were all looking past me, didn't want to select me because they all thought I was a giant nerd loser. And then by the end of it, I was still a giant nerd loser. It was two hours before a 16-hour flight. And I'm looking at Josh going, this guy's a fucking idiot. We've already checked <laughs> out of the hostel. There's no place for him to have a shower. There's no, and he's, he's going to be suffering on so a 16-hour flight. Who is next to you? I feel sorry for. Did you go directly from sport to plane? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Oh, my okay. God, man. Do you, you want to say something quickly on that? Because yeah, it gets okay, grosser. Yeah. So, yeah. So, firstly, it was a 26-hour journey or 20-30. And then I was like, well, I love, love my brain will be better if I play. So, I played six hours in the heat in a dress shirt and um, this, <laughs> and a belt and shorts. And I the last five games I chopped and this like a black guy goes to me, yo, I thought you were shit, but you were good. And then I was like, thanks man, that's all I need. And then I walk back into the hostel and Harry goes, what the fuck? Cause I'm just dripping <laughs> with sweat. The whole thing's drenched. 
Yeah. I'm like, you ready to go? You're like, you should have seen the three age rain though. You ready to go? Um, so, so wait, you you played sport and then travel and then didn't shower for 26 hours and you travelled in that time. Yeah, I wiped down with a towel. Oh. So Giorgio, I think Josh got to the point where he was like, oh, I'm so disgusting that it doesn't matter what else happens to me because after 10 hours on the flight from LA to Melbourne, I went to the toilet. And um, <laughs> after 10 hours on a flight, the toilet, the floor of the toilets uh, in economy, uh, they, let's just say there's not a dry spot. Yeah. In fact, it was quite a puddle in there. So I'm, you know, I wore my shoes and then I get out of the f- toilet and after me, who's waiting by the door? None other than Mr. Josh Gallup. And I looked down, he's got bare feet. <laughs> I just went, mate, you might want to get some shoes on. It's pretty grim in there. And he just go pretty much, well, I'm here now, so <laughs> let's go. Did you do the, uh, like, you put your, your feet, like, right at the corner and you lean over and, like... You basically ver- like um No, I just did a shit. <laughs> That's what I did. I reckon Josh um stepped into that toilet like an eight year old jumping off the curb into a puddle. That's not <laughs> true. That's not true. <laughs> Tell them about the, the when you were leaving because I was playing in this dress shirt and like a belt. What the, there was like a oh, homeless there was a guy, guy that was judging me. Nah, this guy was cruising around riding a bike backwards around the court, smoking a joint, <laughs> and he's going that fool over there is wearing a dress shirt. What the hell? Like, mm. what a preppy idiot. And I was going, yeah, I don't know him. What a, what a loser. <laughs> oh, the other thing I want to say, uh, Josh Giddy, I reckon he's going to merge this World Cup as a bit more of a household name and also probably just dominate. He's going to oh, fucking dominate. Can, can you fucking relax with the calls? Oh, sorry. Jeez. Oh, take contact. He's not quite a household name uh, at the moment. He's more like maybe like a shopping centre, like... Backshed name. Backshed name. Hit it hard, man. Quiet, please. Go. Yaggy. Go. Oh, I misread it. Wow, that's a tremendous looking trophy. Hit it. Hit it. Cam Smith is hitting it hard, winning his third live golf tournament and his second in just five weeks, uh, taking out the Bedminster event in New Jersey along with $7.3 million. Does Cam Smith. Okay, he's earned so much money in the last two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does he? What's his tax bill? It's still, <laughs> oh. oh, I don't know. It's in the Saudi or Saudi Arabia, he probably has zero tax. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Uh, guys, also, I just the, worry about all, that. The, oh my god! Thank you for your concern. First of all, guys, the all Aussie crew of the Rippers uh, GC at Live also on the team event, so they get about one point five mil each. That's uh, who's in that Leishman and Jones, and another guy, but. Phil Mickelson was right in contention all weekend, but may have been distracted by a little bit of off-field controversy uh, because gambling legend Billy Walters has written a new book. Of course, you guys will read that one, won't you? That actually I, sounds interesting. I already, that does I sound interesting. It. Yeah, it's called Gambler, Secrets from a Life at Risk. Now, Filthy Phil is allegedly laying down more than a billion dollars in bets on basketball, baseball, and football. So he's won some of them, obviously. Yeah, it doesn't say, it doesn't outline, uh, I think it like estimates $100,000, sorry, $100 million of losses. Okay. Um, so I think a lot of them were kind of like low odds bets as well, but high, high money. Ten, so, $10 multis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> $1 billion, $10 multis. <laughs> now there's a couple of little stats here. Walters writes from 2010 to 2014, Mickelson made 858 bets of $220,000 and 1,100 bets of $110,000. 
So yeah, estimates losses of a hundred million dollars and a billion dollars over the past three decades total. So this guy's a book was a bookie, like yeah, a, they were like a legal par- bookie. They were like partners, right, of some sort. But the most controversial allegations of all was that Mickelson laid a bet of four hundred thousand dollars on the US team to win the Ryder Cup, a team which he was a part of and playing in. Now Mickelson, really, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, sorry, Giorgio. I was going to say I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't see an issue. Betting on yourself to win something. We've outlined that this is wrong. Like you, there are clear yeah. errors in that mm. that they could make it's it more, wrong. More motivating. Mm. No, no. Well, if you're well, motivated, you've got inside information. You could on be what motivated could by the money rather than the winning the game. So you deliberately lose anyway. It's a really dumb comment. It's, that's agreed. Just, disagree. Agree. That, no, leave. that comment's um, not just in bed. It's not in a coma. It's six feet under. <laughs> um, so Phil denies all this stuff, of course. But some are saying his move to live golf and the two hundred oh, million dollars right. he scooped up was to try and you know recoup some of the losses. Have they have they come back with anything for like uh, the guys that refused to go to live golf yet? Like on the the amount they're being no, paid? Updates still to come. Okay. Ooh, okay, on all that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm excited to know about it. But Josh, I mean, you were mentioning before we started recording about feels like image and like over the last 10 years. I feel like 10 years ago, even he, he just looks like a middle America good guy. I just... Boring. I mean, it's the cup... No, never... Phil has never been boring. Oh, really? If you um, have a look at... There's a great YouTube video of a compilation of his interactions with fans over the, his career. I love yeah. that one. Unbelievable. <laughs> he is so... And just... He's a funny guy and he's a, he's a witty guy and a clever guy, but he has been... Um, caught up in a few controversies. Like there was, um, I think it was uh, early 2010s. In fact, with this Walters guy who went to jail for insider trading or something, apparently Mickelson just had to say like one little bit of, or test, testify on one little bit of evidence um, for Walters and he, he refused to. Breakups, hookups, scandals. We know your darkest secrets. Sports gossip. Sports gossip. Oh my God. Now we have been uh, in the land of the free and the home of the brave. So I thought I'd bring a bit of sports gossip back from our favorite new town, Philadelphia, and hit off our favorite new song, Josh. Eagles. Go Whoa. birds. Yeah. We Bring that one to West Coast. Birds. Eagles. Yeah. In case we've got any Maybe. new listeners, we were hanging out with the Philadelphia Eagles um, last week. Anyhow, uh, anyway, we are, of course, massive fans and big fans of Philadelphia in general. Yeah, I started cutting the, the vision for that. And Jordan Maylata is so funny. Like, he makes the whole thing. It's oh, great. Because we suck, so it's good. I hope I filmed it properly. No, you did well. Oh, good. Um, guys, let me take you back to a press conference around the Super Bowl earlier this year. Quarterback Jalen Hurts was asked a very important question. Where's the best place in Philly to grab a cheesesteak? Well, I have a, I have a cheesesteak that I made at uh, Food Tasters. It's in Philly, and it's called the Jalen Special. Put my little ingredients on it. I made it. Uh, I made it just right. So if you ever want, ever want to go try one, go to Food Chasers. What's Food Chasers? Just like, like a, I don't know, a shop that sells food, <laughs> chases food for you and sells it to you. But the um, the thing is, guys, sports gossip is, has been through the books since that comment. Food Chasers sales for these cheesesteaks have gone up three hundred percent. Oh my god! What? Yeah. I know. Wait, wait, wait. Jalen Hurts doesn't have stock in Food Chasers, does yeah, he? Yeah, no. 
I bloody hope not because oh. they'd be in big trouble. That's the effect these guys have in this town. I mean, it's they can do whatever they want. 300% is only like four times. No, it's three times. No, because 100% is two times. No, it's gone up. Yeah, good point. All right, math. Math. Pod, man. Math. Fuck pod. Hell, man. I mean, this place, Food Chasers, guys, I'll just, let, I'll just move on so you guys don't cry too much over <laughs> <laughs> your maths. Oh, Apparently it was all about <laughs> guys. I've also yeah. I was digging deep into this food chasers place. They weren't even known for their cheesesteaks before. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, they were apparently good for breakfast. Really? Yeah, I know. Unbelievable. How I can t- you guys are like what? <laughs> I like the idea of someone going there and go like tasting one and going. Mm. Sorry, well, that's kind of what we did when we got one from this place. That's actually so funny, Giorgio. Um, on that, like, if a train leaves Philadelphia at 100 miles an hour, and then a uh, train leaves from New York at 50 miles an hour, when will they collide? Feel so fucking good at maths. <laughs> well, they'll collide in Philadelphia. That's All I gotta say is that's gotta hurts. Uh, what else Whoa, you got for me? Okay, well we've got this. Guys, of course, all eyes will be on the Matildas as they take on England in the next semi-final. But you know who's thinking about the love triangle going on behind the scenes? Oh, yeah. Bloody sports gossip. That's who. How's this? Sam Kerr currently dating US women's national team player Christy Mewis. Yeah, they shared a kiss after the game. Yeah, very good. Mm, and share uh, more than a kiss. Yeah, what so, do they um, share? Uh, a, like a three by two in Chelsea? Yeah, I think a car too. Sports Gossip can reveal that Mewis previously dated England forward Rachel Daly. Oh my god! What the fuck? What the fuck? So what's like, what's like the emotions? So (laughs) the emotions watching that game. You've got Khan and then X. I reckon um, Sam Kerr and Rachel Daly are going to go up with each other and go, whoever wins. Wins Mewis. <laughs> well, You're oh, right. why, would, why would Sam it's, do that if she already yeah, has? She's, got she's so comp just to get got, in her head. She's mind got something games. to lose. You probably never something. played sport at that level. You wouldn't know. But That's it's all about point. mind games. I didn't really want to talk about the stupid shit behind like the relationships because it's all about the Matildas. But anyway, that sports gossip crazy. I know. Oh, wow. You know, I've noticed. Um, like, <laughs> I've noticed that news.com.au love like hate baiting. For instance, this morning, it was so far after the Matildas win. This morning at 6am, they posted an article that's just like, check out the love share between Sam Kerr and her girl, and it's like them kissing. And of course, 95 comments and the comments are left on are just like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, my brain's thinking weird things. Um, how is this news? Yeah, it's like, why are you pushing this woke shit on me? I don't care about the gay game. And I'm like, oh my God. And news.com.au are just like, oh, engagement, engagement. They love it. And someone just wrote, hmm, good sportsmanship, winking, smiley face. I'm like, oh my God, is this the same bloke? Finger oh, that blaster. was finger blast. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mr. President, can this wait? I've got bigger fish to fry. God bless my friend Harry. Harry's. Big house. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna Good do? Good lord. What you gonna do when they come for you? 
Good fucking lord, you guys are not going to believe it. What? It's an interesting case this week. Oh. No way, another one. Yeah, but I, I wanted to. Yeah, yeah so, just before you start, yeah. I've got um, I got some court noise for you for the just to make it a bit more of, of an experience for the listeners. Oh sure. <laughs> oh, fuck. oh no! Oh, this is so embarrassing. This is. Is this? Is this the Sting Factory <laughs> fucking oh, up again? Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Thanks. Guys, I wanted to start off by coming clean. Okay. I need to admit a couple of things. Okay? Safe space, safe space. Thanks. First, my deliberations and analysis of recent cases have been awesome. <laughs> Go on. Yep, I said it, and I feel good about it. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to come no, clean No, I on? do. <laughs> no, I do. My punishments, they haven't been top-notch. They haven't been top-notch. What's wrong? And I really don't want people to think that they are, aren't being represented fairly. I haven't gone soft, and um, I'll lift my game. Please keep sending them in um, to kickitforwardmailbag at gmail.com and I'll be sure to react to a dog act with an act. Okay. And that's a fact. Um, <laughs> let the games begin. Order in the court! Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Tom writes in. G'day Harry Giorgio and the younger brother of that former NBL player Tim Gorlop or whatever his name was. Shout out Tom Gorlop. <laughs> A few years back at a footy pre-season camp on the beach, I was majestically moving on the sand at a rate never before witnessed. Sounds fast. Hell yeah, big time. It's as if the sand produced an aura that enhanced my physical capabilities. This led to me acquiring the nickname The Sandfly. Due to my ability to hover over sand. As any new nickname, it was humiliating, absolutely gut-wrenching and just downright dreadful to listen on over the weeks as this nickname started to gain traction. It eventually grew on me as it started to stick and I even got to the point where I was proud to wear this honourable badge. Now fast forward to last year, my mate was at his local footy club celebrating the dual premierships their club had just won. All was well until my mate decided to stick the dagger in my heart instead of a hey, sandfly. That's actually got a nice ring to it. A hey Sandy, that suits you. Or even a hey fly, you're looking fly. He decided to send me a video of the town's homegrown hero who was in town celebrating the flags, point blank saying this. Sound flies a shit nickname. <laughs> yeah, that's Darcy Fogarty. Oh. That's Adelaide Crow's Darcy Fogarty. Our fr- friend of the yeah, friend, pod. Very good friend of the pod, yep. This is it's pretty shocking. It's pretty, it's just, I'm sorry you had to hear that, guys, but this is a court of law and we're going to try and get to the bottom of it, okay? okay. Um, Tom continues, as a lifelong diehard Crows fan who has spent many years defending the, this man like my life depended on it, this shook me to my core. It hurt deeply. Sorry for dragging on. I hope this is a case worthy of trial and not just simply a result of my shit choice of mates. Thanks. Tom. Oh, his confidence really taking a hit as well. <sighs> Can you guys just give me a second? Take all <laughs> talk, the time. Talk you amongst need. yourselves, please. Okay. Please um, talk amongst yourselves. So I need, a, I need a, my own little recess here, order. Okay. Where do I start? Um, Giorgio, what's. Oh. Um, what are you doing for dinner? What's it like <laughs> going to Europe every year? <laughs> order! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Gus. Oh, Tom. You okay? 
Yeah, I think I will be. I think. It, thanks for asking, Georgia. Tom, thanks for your bravery. It's never easy coming clean, especially when you know that it might compromise a friendship. And I want to talk about friendship mm. because it's a key theme here. Now, when I signed an oath to the High Courts promising that I would uphold the Dog Act of 1976 to the best of my abilities, I also inherited many hats that I would have to wear as part of being a judge. Okay, I digress. Back to friendship. Tom, well done. <laughs> you must be a great bloke around the footy club. You've earned the respect of your teammates. And as soon as they handed you a nickname, you became friends for life. I'm more than aware how these nicknames come about, often from the basic and shallow depths of a senior teammate's brain. In other words, thin air. I also understand that one can have a nickname at a footy club, but around other friends or family might be known as something entirely different. Well done for embracing Sandfly, Tom. I think it's got a great ring to it. What do you guys think? Mm. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Gritty. Yeah. Oh, well, summed up, Georgia. Let's get serious, though. <laughs> your mate has encouraged your hero and our hero, Darcy Fogarty of the Adelaide Crows, to poke fun at your nickname. This is disgusting behaviour, and it's not bloody funny. I've lost my appetite. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <sighs> This is not disgusting behaviour by a fogs though But by your mate Darcy is completely in the clear This is a sports professional just doing your mate a favour And having a bit of fun I'm aware of how hilarious it can be To get influential people to say things about your mates In fact I once engaged a, uh, encouraged, uh, And encouraged a local Perth Channel 9 newsreader To talk about a mate's sex drought In his news voice Thank you for playing along. And once again, only malicious by me is this newsreader didn't know anything about the situation. You guys get my point, right? Mm. Yeah, order. Yeah, order. Order. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Order. Tom or Sandfly, don't question your choice of mates. Judge your mates on their actions when you truly do need support, when you do need help, when you need advice, when you need to talk. Don't judge them on petty things that are out of your control like this nickname saga. Having said this, it doesn't excuse your best mate's behaviour. Mm. I think it's just pathetic and I plan to throw the fucking book at him. Here, yeah, yeah. here. Never yeah. judge a mate by his brother. That's right. <laughs> Order to that. <laughs> Tom's mate, you are hereby guilty of using an AFL player as a puppet in order to insult Tom's great new nickname. And fuck, guys. We saw a similar case this a few years back. And you'll remember, it wasn't pretty. Tom's mate, you must make good on your actions by once again playing puppeteer. <laughs> you must buy a cameo of an AFL player and instruct them to say that Tom's sandfly nickname, nickname is awesome. <laughs> and that your nickname, whatever it is, is shit. You'll also be attending Sandfly's next footy game and making a banner no smaller than two metres by one metre. The banner must say, go Sandfly. Or Sandfly rules. And that's with a Z. Whoa. That does rule. That's vertical. Yeah. Guys, it's time, it's time to start embracing each other's nicknames. Because at the end of the day, it's always some older fuckhead that comes up with them. And at the conclusion of the day, nicknames are all we've got. <laughs> Case closed. Mm. Oh, I forgot what it's like to experience that in person. Mm. You know what's funny about that? Go for it. 
Nothing. I'm too sad. <laughs> um, no. Um, Darcy Fogarty, footy players, they get to the elite level because they can take instruction. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He yep. was given a ladsy act and he said, you know what? I'm going to do that to the best of my abilities. And you can, yep. you're right in your judgment, Harry. And yeah, it's nothing to do with him. I reckon Fogarty would be disgusted if he learnt what implications. He bought us a beer in Adelaide, so I assume we, it's okay for us to speak for him. I think so. Yeah, I was, yeah look, I don't think Fogarty gives a fuck about any of this. <laughs> Are you I sure? Don't, I don't know who gives a fuck about any of this. I do. I order. bloody do. Fogarty, order, order. Thank you so much. Hey, but Shame guys. On you. Shame on you. I've got a, Fair a, punishment or what? Great punishment. Yeah, I I've actually great. got a story about nicknames if you want to hear it. Hey, nice and long. Go for it. Go for it. It's a bit long. Um, so a friend of mine, he moved to Perth and and he got a job in, in a place and his name was Josh Farnsworth and someone at the office goes, oh, like whispering Jack, like Farnham, John Farnham, because there was mm. already a Josh. And they said, okay, you're now you're now um, Whispers, like whispering Jack. Oh, and his name nice. was Whispers and he hated it. He absolutely hated it. So, But I only ever knew him as Whispers. So at training, everyone, oh, everyone this is Whispers. Anyway, flash forward two years, he's left the basketball industry and he's gone into construction management. And I get a message on LinkedIn saying, hey, Josh, what's this uh, Josh guy like? And I go, he's great. Everyone calls him whispers at training. He's a really nice oh. dude. Oh. First day at his new job, he's standing at the front. <laughs> he's being introduced by the CEO. And the CEO says, all right, everyone give a big round of applause for Josh. Josh, you got any nicknames? And my mate from the back row, 60 people in, goes, they call him whispers. <laughs> so the old hated nickname has followed him to his new work. You can't shake it off. How did you shake Gav, Georgia? Um, I think I just threw the toys out the cot at one point. It was just like... <laughs> what, to mates? Yeah, pretty much. I was like, guys, it's been two years. Can we put an end to it? I think I pretended not to care for a long time. And they're like, you know, that's fair enough. You've worn Gavin for two years. Let's... I think that's... It's not forgot about, I forgot about Gav, Gav. Gav. But we've got a Gav in the shape of a wooden hammer. Yeah, it's a travel Gav. It's a trav Gav. <laughs> Trav Gav. You're a Trav Gav too. <laughs> all over Europe for six weeks. Maybe a Trav Gav, but I'm home now. Welcome home. That's all we got. Dear Muscles. Hello, G'day, superstars. Hold regards. You've got mail. Welcome to the mailbag. Mail it in. Oh. Still don't have a new phone, so we don't have a voicemail. Maybe just send them on Instagram. You just hold it down on the uh, DM thing. No, okay. no, no, hang on, hang on. I relinquish the DM ban if it is a voicemail. Oh, yeah, it's you know how much easier it is for people to do that. Well, I hope they do. It's, it's easy for me. I, 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 like, yeah, but I like voice submissions. It's scary. It's scary that it's too easy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Continue. Brad Peatling has emailed in. I think you guys will like this one. You know how we like to look into like things with weird units of measurement, Giorgio? Brad Peatling has emailed in and it says, lots of love, Brad Peatling. So this uh, unit of irrelevant measurement is if you blended all 7,888,000,000 uh, people on Earth into a fine goo density of a human is about 985 kilograms per meters cubed. Average human body mass around 62 kilograms. You would end up with a sphere of goo uh, just under a kilometer wide. Uh, this has been visualized next to King Central Park. Central Park. Whoa! That, is that everyone in the world? That's everyone in a How fine did they goo. Do that? How did they get everyone? Oh, they must have used one of those fancy stick blenders from daytime TV. And some sort of Pied Piper oh, situation. Like a, like a ninja. Yeah, or a slap chop. They're good. That's a right. ninja would be able to Throw everyone in the slap chop. And then they just like <laughs> put them on the end of a cliff, put the slap chop end in the cliff, and then play uh, Men at Work and people dance off the cliff like so. <laughs> I come from a land down. Whoa! <laughs> 
do you want to read the next one? Yeah, sure. I got um, George of the Jungle, Galloper, and Order. Just quickly, I'm a, I'm in a social netball team called the Two Meter Peters, and no one in the team is close to that tall. Josh and Harry, you seem close enough. So if you ever want to have a go at the old net and ball, feel free. Let me know. Uh, sorry, Giorgio, no room for short kings, unfortunately. Boys, get the tape measure out. I want to know your exact measurements, then measure your height. All the best, David. <laughs> P.S. Josh, your dad is hot. I fucking man. Amen to the last bit. Uh, I've, I've, I'm never playing mixed number again, Harry. Oh, yeah, I used to play a lot. I think I'm done. You know, too often I've been asked to play in heaps of teams. Um, but I, the, the games are usually at 10 p.m. when I get asked to play. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was thinking about going to bed then or yeah. being asleep. Um, all the best. I'm afraid that this wonderful goal defender is out of action for a well, little while. If you have any teams that's like um, the 176-centimetre Peters, I'd be keen to join that. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> similar ring to it. Yeah. <laughs> what about one from Tom Bennett here? Hope you've enjoyed your various tax write-off holidays recently. I can understand Harry and the Big Reds America tour, as at least there is a loose link to sport. But not sure how Georgia was planning on explaining his trip to Albania to the ATO. Anyway, I'm a Melbourneian and heading to WA for the first time in September. Not sure if any other people from Melbourne have ever been, but there can't have been many. Correct. Just hoping to get some tips. Is there anything to do? Do you guys have coffee? What do you do on the weekend? Especially considering there won't be any footy being played as neither Freo or Eagles are in the finals and it isn't a global pandemic. Order. You guys might not be familiar with it. It was called COVID. <laughs> I realised I could probably speak to a travel agent, but figured this would be free and unbiased advice. See ya, Harry and Josh. Mirapafshim, Giorgio. I think that's Albanian. I that must be an Albanian word. It um, should hit up TripAdvisor. TripAdvisor has <laughs> yeah. everything you need. Everything you want. One through five, all Kings Park. I'd A must-do <laughs> in Perth. The Swan River. How to get there. Transperth. Um, Before I yeah. answer questions, I've got a question. Yeah, own. go on. Why is, why is Tom coming? <laughs> Probably a girl. Oh, my God. We've all been there. Love isn't always on time, is uh, it? He also probably wants to go to the Perth Mint, which is number two on TripAdvisor. Fuck off it is. Yeah, it's number two. That's true. The thing is, we were making fun of Philadelphia for their tourist attraction of the Rocky Steps, but reviewing Perth's tourist attractions not good, aren't it? too flash. Hey, we got cool beaches, though. I feel, I feel like that's my number one thing I always come back to with Perth is like all the tourist best tourist attractions were here a long time before there was... An actual town here, so it's like beaches, beaches, you know, Kings Park. You got is pretty it. cool too. Yeah, uh, I will say, go to Freya for a day. Freya is really fun. There's all the pubs down there, great restaurants, and it's not far from the beach as well. You'll have cool. a great time down there. And cool. uh, do we have coffee? <laughs> Bazinga! <laughs> Jimmy writes in. Oh no, so Jimmy just said, uh, "I'm a teacher and walk past the library, and a kid was watching Holes by himself. Hate the pod, but listen every week and tell everyone about nice. it. Seems to me you um." Actually, do like the pod. Just to be clear, he's talking about the film Holes. He wasn't watching Holes in the Ground by himself. Oh. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Um, I once dug a hole so big at a kindy playground, like in the sandpit, and then this guy came over and was like, what are you fucking kids doing? Kid could fall in that thing and die. And then we went, you know what? You're right, mate. We'll fill it in right now. Wow. So you're telling me your like, moral Brave. compass was that aligned even back then? 
Mm, yeah, the guy was pretty scary though. So we'd do what he would say. I'm into, I'd love to um, get a bunch of mates and dig a hole at the beach. I'd love to get a bunch of mates. Uh, hello, gents. I come to you with a sad tale. On Friday night, I went down to Pika Bar to celebrate the end of the working week and had a few pots of the cold stuff with my mates. Oof. Much to my disappointment, ar- upon arriving at Pika and asking the barman for a pint... I'm delivered the news that they have ran out of beers. I ask, how have you ran out of beers so early? It's merely 6 p.m. His answer, Harry is here. Order. Oh, God, George. Sorry about that one. Harry, what the fuck, man? I got off the plane because I finished the wall on the plane. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You didn't consider anyone else in the pub. Well, I had to leave the States because... It's unlike you. You must must have been jet lagged. It's unlike you to not consider anyone else. Still effing jet lagged. Someone said they also saw you on a cat bus. They were listening to the pod and you jumped on a cat bus. 11th best thing to do in (laughs) WA. So like in life, like it was like... In ear pod, but in life pod, like a TV. TV. He said he was starstruck and he couldn't understand why a man of your prestige was oh, catching the free oh, Perth bus. Come on. I don't, I think, yeah, Excuse me. Hey, hey, hey. Common, common man on the bus. What are you talking about? Uh, Schmitty via DM. Hey, boys. Just wanted to send through a quick message of support. I've noticed a lot of people seem to be writing in letting you know that the pod shit and they hate listening. Oh, thank you very much. Cool. Um, but I actually think it's not that, that bad. And if you guys keep working at it, Eventually, you'll have something that's fairly listenable. So keep the chins up. Yes. Oh, and one suggestion I have, it, I have is maybe think of a way of setting up an email address that people can actually write into. I could do this by DM. Might make things a bit easier because then going through the DMs all the time. Anyway, keep kicking it long. It's forward! <laughs> good. Um, thanks for the motivation. I needed that. Kick it forward, mailbag at gmail.com. That was Levi, by the way. Levi sent that in. Guys, another pod, another oh. day, another dollar, another Eagles I need, hat. I need a holiday. I need a holiday. <sighs> you, God. You, you actually Fire went out. on a holiday when you came back as well. You went down south. That's uh, That was just part of the grind. <sighs> Giorgio, good to have you back, mate. Thanks for the present. Oh. Um, I need to, Can you take mine back, though? It doesn't fit. It does. It I doesn't. I got them extra big. I showed the lady pictures. I said, look, at, look how big these... Men's wrists. Try and, here, slide that on. Slide I that will, on. I will later. I will slide later. it on. Oh, yeah, that feels good. All right, oh, go thanks, Giorgio. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, just like that. You're not just sl- like that. that no, better? no, you slide on your wrist. All right, guys, Shit. look out for the Matildas this Wednesday. Go Tillies. 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 Tillies.